blue and white at night. We this is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Honestly, we are so, so lucky. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick here alongside me. I mean, I always think I'm lucky getting to watch Leaf games with you, Gordo. But we, collectively, Leafs Nation, enjoy it while it's here. And this isn't me talking about the contract. This is me just saying, be in the moment. Enjoy this. This is a guy who has ripped off 49 in 49. He had a pair of goals tonight, including 55 and 56 on the season. First one set a record. The second extended it. Gord, it was an incredible hockey game from him tonight. I, I am genuinely at a loss for words, and that's a problem when we host a radio show and a podcast here. Yeah, we'll get it together soon. That uh, <laughs> And, you know, Joe Bowen loved, as he calling the 55th, the record, but the 56th was even better. That's mm-hmm. even, you know, just a, just a statement goal in overtime. Okay, I'm going to take the puck, and you see this look possessed in his eye and just beats goes right around the Dallas star players does that great thing where he skates right by the glass and he has his 10 fingers in the gloves just kind of mm-hmm. bring it on bring it on bring it on 12 shots on goal he had that's the most he's ever had he's 11 was his previous high the leaf record is 15 in one game second highest you were looking through it all four shots yeah. like 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 he is a man possessed tonight whatever it is he's a man maybe it's the record or just in general about gearing up for the playoffs which I believe it's a little bit of both this is a man possessed, and he is a catalyst, him and Mitch Marner, for a team possessed. Man, th- that's exactly what it is. So Matthews finishes with 12 shots tonight. The Dallas Stars finish with 18. If that doesn't put in perspective just how dominant he was, you know, the other thing is you look at both goals he scored tonight. The first one, that is what we think of when we think of Austin Matthews. It's the shot. Hey, sometimes it's a wrist shot. That was the huge clapper one-timer. We will take either or. The second is what you always kind of think that was the next level for Matthews to get to. When he first entered the league and it's, look, he's pretty big, but he's still learning how strong he is. He's still getting stronger. This is him as kind of a fully formed entity. And I don't mean that he's never going to get any better than he is right now. I think, you know, we can always make strides. I mean, he's going pretty good right now, but it's just, you see him use his body, the wheels. He shields the defender from the puck. He uses his quick hands to get around the goalie. It's just that second goal is kind of, it, it kind of perfectly encapsulates just how much more of a complete player he is. And, you know, that doesn't even talk about the great defense we see out of him tonight. Yeah. And if there was a little bit of difference, Connor McDavid does that more. That was a yep. Connor McDavid type goal that Austin Matthews, they each do different things, things better than the others. Yeah. Just great. Just, I mean, Dallas will break it down more, but they're got to be happy with the point. They really that need points. Huge. They they wanted two. they got to be very happy or happy enough anyway with one. But boy, you got to be happy enough. And Joe and Jim breaking it down. This 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 trip being kind of a I'm not saying statement, but just a good idea to get a handle on what is this Leaf team heading into the playoffs with tough competition. And uh, we got to like what we've seen. You you have to love what what you've seen. You know, you look at how the trip started. So you go back to Thursday or sorry Thursday Saturday, and you know it's so funny how picky we get. Oh this. 
this unimpressive 6-3 win. They weren't very, and they weren't. They weren't the dominant team we saw tonight, but you always nail this home. It's about finding ways to win because, look, you would all love, we'd all love in whatever our job is or whatever it is you, you do to have the best version of yourself every single day, but that's never, ever going to happen. So a team like this that is kind of showing now, okay, the game against Philly didn't have your best stuff, doesn't matter. Skill just overrules. You win 6-3. You go into Tampa. That is a beatdown of a really, really good lightning team. And you put six pass Andre Vasilevsky, you should be happy there. The It's a completely different style of game against Florida that you see. The 7-6, it's back and forth. You need to really, you know, rely on your offense there. And then you look at tonight's game, and it's, it's uh, you know, it's it's impressive to me tonight's game because you stick with it. You know, it's a, it could be relatively easy to sit there and you go, We've put up over 30 shots through two periods and we have a one goal lead on this Dallas team. Then Pavelski gets the goal and they tie it again late. It would be very easy to get frustrated with a game like that, but they just kind of stuck with it. And yeah, they have to, you know, they have to play the extra period or, you know, an extra couple of minutes anyways, before Matthews gets the winner. But that's the impressive thing about, about this trip to me is that yes, of course you take three or four points against the Florida teams. That's really the meat of the trip, but it's that they showed they can do it a few different ways. And that's what's really encouraging to me. Yeah, no question. No question. And, and again, tonight's game, we were mentioning if it was a playoff game, it would be frustrating yeah. because Scary. you're outplaying <laughs> Dallas so much. And those are the games that quite often you don't win. And, um, you know, they, they did win it in overtime, but it was the kind of game you would not be happy being tied to the playoffs. And ultimately, you know, they're not playing playoffs yet. Dallas is kind of playing playoffs, but to your point, they found a way to win all, all, all kinds of different variables on this road trip. Gotta love Saturday. Good old-fashioned Leaf, Montreal. Nice to see the Montreal Canadiens playing a lot better. So even though they're out of the playoffs, a little more fun bite about Hockey Night in Canada, a Saturday at Scotiabank Arena, Leafs in Montreal. And Austin Matthews will be going for 50 and 50. Now, look, it's not the same. And no, he didn't do it in 39 games. But I, I would, if I would have told you at the beginning of this season that a player is going to score 50 and 50, you'd be looking at me like I had two heads or, or something like well, that. I do that anyway. Well, sometimes. I know, I know, because I'm just sitting here going, but Michael Bunting, and then and then you have to uh, kind of rein me in. A, a tremendous night for the Leafs, obviously a personally a tremendous night from Austin Matthews. He finishes with a pair of goals and 12 shots on the night. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick, we will continue to break things down. Keep on listening to Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 5.9 of the Fan. Breaking down. What's up? What's up? This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Leafs Nation postgame. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick here walking you through a 4-3 overtime win for the Leafs tonight over the Stars in Dallas. That wraps up a four-game roadie for the Leafs. After this, they'll be back at home Saturday night for a date with the Canadians at Scotiabank Arena. And as we mentioned, Austin Matthews will have a chance to go for 50 in 50 if he gets a goal wow. uh, that night. It, again, like it, uh, we kind of are so used to the incredible, incredible things that he has done in the very short time that he's been in this city. 50 and 50 is in play in the year 2022. Like it is honestly mind boggling uh, to, to hear that, you know, I was making the point to you uh, and I, I made it, uh, I made it in the, the Panthers game as well. Overtime games are just not something this team plays in. And look, the Leafs have more, more, more than enough skill. It is not a case of, oh, they're just not built for it, but it's just, it's such different hockey. And for, especially for a team that is really hammered home the, 
you need to be more structured. You need to play within yourself to go to three on three where it's basically pond hockey and, you know, play for the two on one break or the Matthews kind of mini breakaway like he got there. It's just it is really odd to kind of see the Leafs playing in these overtime games because it's just it's really not something they find themselves doing that often. Well, I was surprised. The da- How about the Dallas Star record? They played a ton of them yeah. and, they, and they were like one nine more than they've lost. And yeah, it's uh, I, I, I thought of the Leafs in the old days. Uh, more overtimes and shootouts and yep. Tyler Bozak always oh, going yeah. first in it, but it's not not been part of the repertoire so much. So you're right about that. And uh, so I can't even think of uh, ups and downs because there's been so few, but just last game, the disappointment of losing it, the way they lost it after John Tavares had such a glorious chance. And Austin Matthews was caught out there a little bit long last time. So he came off refreshed mm-hmm. in this one. And wow, when he took the puck, he did, he just said, "Okay, I got full juice. We're not. I'm not going to hang on too long. Here we go." So just kind of a nice little cherry on the Sunday, given their last overtime. Well, yeah, and the thing I the thing I liked about that because I noticed it too. I'm trying to remember. I believe it was Mikheyev who was out there with well two other two other Leafs before Matthews jumped on, and I'm sitting there going. You know, they're playing this really smartly that, you know, the Mikheyev unit that was out there was saying, look, we're not going to, you know, turn down a chance for a rush. But we also realize Austin Matthews has a way better shot of ending this game than we do. And they almost kind of to a certain degree did what the Leafs did at the end of that first period when they said, let's just see if we can kill some clock here. And in that case, it was so you can, you know, burn as little of the power play in the period. Whereas in overtime, it was let's just see if we can hang on to this thing until Austin Matthews is fresh again. And, you know, obviously uh, not a bad plan uh, the the way it worked out for him you know uh, another guy who honestly didn't factor a ton in this game because the Leafs made sure he wasn't all that busy was Jack Campbell you know the the goal that ends up tying it late Pavelski that uh, he scored a thousand of those goals in this league that was an incredible incredible tip by him Klingberg's left wide open you get a one-timer from a player like that in the slot you know I'm not going to sit here and kill Campbell for that one and then the Sagan one was just a weird goal so uh, you know I I know it's it's an 833 save percentage which is not a number you like but hardly a problem night for Jack Campbell I'd say yeah, it's not like Wedgwood was sensational in goal for yeah. Dallas. Just the Leafs just had possession of the puck and zone coverage and zone, you know, zone possession for so so long. So again, a good good enough game from Jack Campbell yep. to allow you to win. So that's kind of what we gauge it on from here on in. But uh, yeah, it was just like like what what a different animal. And and, and uh, uh, I guess we'll, we'll go back a step about who starts in goal on Saturday. Yep. Joe and Jim said that. I'm surprised. I thought Shalgren was gonna start tonight I, I i don't know if there's part of it uh out of respect for the fact it's a playoff race in the west that sheldon keith mm. respecting that there's That's five teams involved I, I don't know i don't know of course they had a great battle to the final with the dallas stars ahl team a few years ago what that has i don't know it just shows my incredible knowledge you're so um, smart Gord. so i don't know saturday like i mean i i would have expected jack campbell to start at home saturday and the fact he's well rested today, maybe maybe that's it. Maybe they said Jack go in, we'll just get eleven shots fired at you, or whatever the number is going to be, and uh, you can start again on Saturday. Yeah, maybe I I was with you. I thought this would have been the perfect Shalgren game, and then you're back to Campbell at home on Saturday night, and you give him the hockey night start. And uh, I I I do think you have to be careful. You you cannot play Jack Campbell every single game the month of April, and that's twofold. One. You need him, and this isn't about burning him out. He's had a lot of rest this season, but you do not want to run him, you know, the busiest month of his season right into the playoffs. The other thing about it, too, is, look, you don't want to need Eric Schalgren. 
there's a chance you need Eric Schalgren. So you got to throw him in some games to kind of keep much like with the blue line, how you're going to see, you know, I don't think Timothy Lilligren sat tonight because he deserved to sit tonight. He sat tonight because somebody had to, and obviously there's a bigger, you know, split in talent with the goaltending there. But I think you're going to see Schalgren get in some games because you just can't have Campbell play every single one. So yeah, I'm with you. I think, I think it's, almost a no-brainer to start him on on Saturday night you you know the other the only thing about it is we always hear about hockey night Saturday night does that matter as much I mean obviously the first game of the season yeah that's huge or the home opener yeah that's big but you know a Saturday night in the in the middle of April against a team I know it's Montreal but not in the playoffs like how much would do you think that would matter to to Campbell well, maybe it matters to fans more than others, but I, and uh, the, by the way, you know the infamous Harry Sateri scheduled to start I tonight. I heard, I heard well, he was Harry, actually yes. going to play a game. Yeah, play for Arizona. So we'll find out later on if he does play Harry Sateri briefly, so briefly a Toronto Maple Leaf uh, again. The rest thing, okay. The rest thing. Jack Campbell <laughs> has had a lot of rest, okay. And the last week of the season, and I think this is a bit of a problem. There's a lot of rest before you start up the playoffs. Yeah. You know, here we got a team like the Dallas Stars, so many games in hand. They're going to be playing a whack of games. Leafs are playing a whack of games. And in, in some ways, I think you get too much out of your rhythm by I – know, I know coaches don't even say anymore we like tons of practice. You know, they don't, that used to be one of the things, the positives they'd say going in the playoffs. You don't want five days of practice. That, that you know, that, that gets you out of your rhythm and yeah. momentum and that. So there, there'll be enough time to rest. There's not, there's not going to be – it's not going to be an arduous workload for Jack Campbell. So anyway, we shall see. Yes, we shall. Uh, we've we've talked him up a lot tonight, and let, let's be honest, it was pretty easy to do so when you set a Leafs single-season record and then add to it with the overtime winner. Two completely different goals, both of them just as exceptional. Let's hear from Leafs center, Austin Matthews. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, it felt good, I think. Uh, just a lot of emotions running through your mind, I guess, and uh, just running through your body when, uh, you know, when you see the puck win. So, um you know, I don't know uh, really what else to say, but um, you know, it's definitely exciting and a really fun moment. What do you, what do you remember about that, that goal, that moment? Uh, I just saw the puck away, and I just was so excited, honestly. I mean, there was really not much else to it. Uh, Gio made a really nice pass, um, and he put it right in my wheelhouse. So I just tried to try to attack the puck, and um, you know, was able to sneak it in. So, um, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going through my mind, I guess. You, had, you wanted this record to be part of something big for the team, and then you get the overtime goal as well. That all kind of weave in together. Yeah, I, I suppose. I think um, I thought I just thought we battled really hard tonight. I thought the second period we really tilted the ice, and uh, maybe we weren't rewarded for it uh, as much as we uh, could have been uh, on the score sheet. So, um, you know, they obviously got that one late, and uh, we just stuck with it, and we were able to, um, you know, get the two points that uh, you know obviously we desperately need, and at this time of the year. So, um, you know, it was a nice end of the road trip. Looked like uh, Sheldon came over to fence up to you after that goal. What did he say? Uh, he just congratulated me. Um, said some really nice words, so uh, that obviously means a lot. Twelve shots tonight. I think it's your, it's your career high. Was that? You just talked a little bit about it. early on in the game. It looked like that he might have your number, but uh, eventually you got through. Yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I, I felt like I couldn't uh, put it where I wanted to on a couple of those, um, but I just I don't know. Just keep shooting. Um, you know, I, I think uh, just try to break them down and just keep shooting and uh, you know find that opening and. Um, Luckily, I was able to. You've broken a record that lasted for 40 years. What does it mean to you to be part of an original six franchise and, and have that spot in this franchise's history? I mean, it means a lot. Obviously, um, you know, the names that have come before us, uh, just to be in the same breath as some of these guys, it's uh, extremely 
um, you know, humbling. It's a big honor. So, um, you know, this feels really nice, but obviously we're working towards something bigger than, uh, than this. So, um, you know, it's a nice stepping stone, but uh, there's a lot more work to be done. You know, we always say point night. You, you saw that 7-6 game between the Leafs and Panthers. Oh, everyone's getting their cookies. It is record night for, for Austin Matthews. Not only does he set the single-season Leafs record with 55 goals, he then adds to it with his 56th in overtime. The 56 goals are the most ever by an American-born player. Now, Brett Hall, of course, holds the record. Of course, Brett Hall was also born in Canada, so that's why. And, and of course, uh, very fitting, you know, one of the most famous American goal scorers of all time, Mike Medano. That was uh, kind of the house he built down there. So, man, it's, uh, you know, Matt's going to have a million of these moments in his career. He is going to keep having these, but it's uh, it's really special, and it's just kind of nice to, to take it all in on a night like tonight. Yeah, maybe down the road, uh, most career goals by an American, the devious thinking of Mike Babcock holding Medano out that one game. Oh my that could God. end up being the difference for Austin <laughs> Matthews getting that record. You know, I just think of, I know we're going to go to break in that, but just being there live in Buffalo, it was a rock show that Friday night uh, for the first round of the yeah. NHL draft. Uh, it was, that's all the fans were there. It, it, it was the toughest ticket to get. And then Matthews went number one as everyone knew he was going to go number one. And then nothing else seemed to really matter. And, uh, Boy, here we are all these years later and just kind of smiling about it that anything you could have hoped for has been realized individually and uh, team-wise, hopefully that's next to come. Oh, yeah, I, I remember it. You know, I'm working at the at the radio station here, and there were stations from Buffalo calling us to get comment on what a big day it was about to be that Matthews was drafted. And I think all of us heading into it were sitting there kind of doing the thing where you're going, yes, this is a generational player. Yes, he's the first overall pick. But until you saw it, you were a little bit apprehensive of just, you know, because look, all first overall picks are not created equal. I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but, you know, look at all the guys the Oilers took. There's only one, Connor McDavid, and, you know, the Leafs could have been unlucky enough to get in first overall in another year, but, man, boy, oh, boy, did they uh, did they catch lightning in the, the right year with, with Matthews there because it's, it's, it's tremendous. And then he has four goals in the first game, and you're just off and running, and the special guys do special things, and that's exactly what you're seeing from him uh, tonight and in his career as total. Oh, yeah, it was his 400th game because why wouldn't you want to have a nice round number for that as well? And he has a chance at 50-50 and 50 on Saturday night. That'll be at home against the Montreal Canadiens. Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick here. We will continue to break down the Leafs' 4-3 overtime win in Dallas. Austin Matthews with a pair in the win. Leafs Nation postgame continues next on Sportsnet 5-9 of the Fan. We need to talk about what just happened. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Leafs Nation postgame, Brent Gunning, Gord Stellick alongside me. You know, we talk about the big, big goals from Austin Matthews tonight, 55 and 56 on the season, and why wouldn't we? But I feel like Morgan Riley just kind of got buried under the radar there, Gord. You know, John Klingberg scores for the, for the Stars. You're going, oh, no, look at this. Riley scores, uh, you know, just about five minutes later. It was great pushback from from him. And, you know, it's a, it's a guy who's been finding more and more of his offense. All of a sudden, look at that. Morgan Riley's at 10 goals on the season. Uh, similar situations. They were looking to be the two top UFA defensemen in the oh, offseason. Right, actually, yeah. And then, of course, Riley signed and Klingberg. Klingberg actually went public with the fact he's not happy. Uh, but Dallas, not a, they, they went big on high skin and there's just not enough money to go around. But both those guys, not quite Norse trophy. Nope level but maybe the next level before and it always helps when you score goals and 
Both of them got big ones, but nice to see Morgan Riley back in double digits. Yeah, one other thing on the on the Klinberg goal. He gets left all alone. And look, hey, defensive breakdowns happen. Nobody's perfect. I don't know how you could lose somebody on Dallas when they're wearing those jerseys yeah. tonight. I figured the oh blinding goodness. green in your eye, that would have been a cue to, uh, hey, maybe someone wants to cover John Klinberg wide, wide open in the slot. But, man, uh, that, that's all I could think of on that one. Morgan Riley was great. He gets his 10th goal of the season. Mitch Marner and Michael Bunting get the assist. Let's hear from Morgan Riley right now. Yeah, we're incredibly happy for Austin. Uh, he's a great person, uh, the way that he lives his life and the way that he leads and the teammate that he is and how humble he is, even though all these accomplishments keep coming his way. Uh, you couldn't be happier for a guy like that. Uh, he works extremely hard. He deserves it, and um, he's not done yet. Uh, so uh, it's been cool to watch. Well, I think just how he plays every night. It's it's always the same. He always shows up and plays hard. He's a dog on the puck. Um, and when he gets chances, you know, it, it often ends up going in the net. So he's a pretty unique player. And, and, and I mean, like I said, for for all the things that he's accomplished at this point in his career, for him to be the type of person he is and how humble he is, um, it's it, it's it, it, truly the most impressive part. I know, stole, he stole it, but uh, it is what it is. Um, I mean, he can score from anywhere, but, uh, you know, obviously that one-timer uh, is, is, a, is a shot that he works on a lot and uh, paid off tonight. It's not, just, sorry, it's not just the goals that he gets, it's the, uh, it's, it's the big goals, the power plays, mm-hmm. the game winners. That's yeah. That's mark this record thing that he's been on. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think, I mean, um, I don't know the stats exactly, but he scores a lot even strength, too, for a guy that's uh, – as talented as he is on the power play and all that stuff, he, I mean, he gets it done, even strength, tips, you know, rebounds, ugly goals, uh, you know, whatever he needs to do to, to help our team when he does. Did you guys make adjustments going into that power play that Zaza goal line Um, I think we're always kind of adjusting. Um, and, I mean, just trying to take what's available. Um, and, I mean, their penalty kill does certain things that, I mean, we've talked about, um, so, I mean, like I said, you just take what's available, and obviously when he's he's open like that on uh, at the bottom of the circle, that's that's a pretty good option. What's this trip meant for you guys? It's been big. It's, uh, I mean, obviously losing that point against Florida stung, um, and we weren't happy. We came into tonight with a good chance to, to end our trip off on a, on a positive note, and I thought we did a good job. Um, I mean, this type of game, there's not a lot going on for the most part. Uh, and, and, and I think for our group to be patient and, you know, battle back and, you know, go back and forth a little bit uh, was a great sign for us. Austin had 12 shots tonight. Did you sense he was a little hungry to get, get He's like that all the time. Like, he, he's, he's, al- he's always looking for more. He's always creating chances. And he's, he hounds the puck. Like, you know, I don't think that gets enough credit. And he's back-checking. You know, he's has takeaways and he's just creating offense all the time. So, I mean, there's really nothing different. Maybe he was, but I mean, like I said all along, he, he, like he's not that type of guy to talk about it or openly be pushing for it. He's just out there playing. Thanks, Morgan. Thanks guys. Yeah, thank you. Um, you know, it felt good. I think uh, just a lot of emotions running through your mind, I guess, and uh, just running through your body when uh, you know when you see the puck go in. So, um, you know, I don't know.
you know what? Austin Matthews had such a big night. You know, he crashes the party in overtime, and he says, I, I'd actually like a little more airtime on, on Leafs Nation post. Can't hear enough of him. Can't no, not can't. hear enough we, of him We, we can't. Uh, you know, uh, we started off with, with Morgan Riley, you know, talking about him there, and we heard from Morgan Riley. You know, the D is just in such a good place with this with this team right now. The fact that you have a capable and, I don't know, maybe capable body isn't complimentary enough of a guy like Timothy Lilligren, who is out tonight, not because of his play, but he's out tonight because you have seven defensemen that you like in the lineup. Muzzin's back, and, you know, I think it's been very nice for him to not have to be the savior. He could just be a guy on a pair, and that's kind of exactly what he's been. I liked his game tonight a little better than I did uh, against Florida. You know, what do you do with the blue line going forward? Uh, Ilya Labushkin, he just drew the short straw, so I don't think he goes back out. Justin Hall has been another guy who's kind of been in that rotation. I, I think and until somebody really grabs that spot, you've just kind of got to make sure you're keeping all seven bodies fresh. Well, what do you do with the D on Saturday night? Boy, and Ilya Labushkin's looking like a Norris Trophy candidate now, <laughs> given that he was the one not dressed That's last right. game when there was no defense. I do that to do. I don't like. I don't sweat it. Like we 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 tend to get the minutia of things about the twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth forward and the sixth, seventh, eighth defenseman. But I think your your philosophy is a good one about well, uh, thank, just you thank know. Thank you for that, Gordon. Yeah, not all your philosophies. No, this one, most of them but, are not good. Yeah, but just uh, about trying to keep them active. And I, I, you know, again, I go like the St. Louis Blues. Remember, Gunnarsson got a big goal in the playoffs right. for them. You know, they just had a way of putting guys in at different times and you know so so you you, you don't it's not like house league the parents don't make phone calls about their kids getting nice time but <laughs> are you, you sure you, you I, wanna... I feel like that might have happened in the league from time to time well it could the agents make calls uh, by and large but it is you want and you also want that challenge there so you know just the other this is a really strong defensive game tonight so i wouldn't be surprised if they put the same guys out there but Last game against Florida, you, you had a few candidates, but again, you know, that you could give the night off. So it's a happy predicament when you're winning, when you're losing. It's can any of these guys play yeah. defense? <laughs> and right now, this is the uh, this is the fruits of winning. Yeah, I will say, and far be it for me to quibble about a win, although that's kind of what I'm here to do. A little weird that Jake Muzzin is always out there in three on three overtime. I like Jake Muzzin. I think he is tonight was a big night for him of just kind of feeling more like the Muzzin we saw last season, as opposed to the guy who's just not been quite right this year. But what we love about Jake Muzzin's game is not three on three. I don't know. It's, it's very odd to me. Maybe it's something out there. If you put him out there with skill players and he's the safe guy back, but it's just, I, they go to him often. And again, the Leafs aren't, aren't in these games all that often, but it's a little, a little puzzling to me that he's the guy that they so often go to. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to think other up front who it might be, but you're right back. Cause I mean, TJ Brody made that great pass tonight. Awesome. That was a great pass that ends up in the overtime winning goal. Morgan Riley's a no brainer. And um, yeah, Muzzin has a particular role there, and uh, we—I I mean, we haven't had a lot of overtime, no. so it's kind of new to us. Muzzin just gets back after so many games missed, and he gets a lot of play in both overtimes. Yeah, talking about uh, the the defense here, just one kind of funny through line. So Mark Giordano, he's been traded. He he's now a Leaf, uh, wearing wearing number fifty five. He set up Austin Matthews' fifty fifth goal of the season. He was here when, of course, he played in the game tonight, when Austin Matthews set the single-season Leafs record. He was also in the building when Matt Sundin scored his 500th because, of course, he was on that Calgary team. Uh, that's right. When he hit the, and that's the, when he scored his first 
that, goal or two, Giordano, were you going to say that and no. I wrecked it? No, no, okay. I, I actually completely forgot about that. Yeah. So you use your, your pen and just add a little more color there. I, yeah, well, I it's not. It. Jim Ralph had told me that. Jim Ralph told yeah. you that. Okay. So as, the score, as, Giordano scored his first two, I think, career, yep. or first one NHL career at goal in that game as well. Amazing. Uh, it's just funny how uh, how the how these things uh, tend, tend to run together here. Uh, the Leafs looking to go on a bit of a run. They bounce back with a 4-3 overtime win tonight. We're going to hear from Leafs head coach Sheldon Keith Potentially, when we continue, keep on listening to Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Don't worry, we'll turn the lights off when we leave, but we're not done yet. This is Leafs Nation postgame on Sportsnet 590 The Fan and the Leafs Radio Network. Brink Gunning, Gord Stellick here with you. Leafs Nation postgame breaking down a 4-3 overtime win against the Dallas Stars. Austin Matthews, the big story tonight, setting and then resetting the Leafs. Single season record for goals in a season, 55 and 56 on the season. William Nylander and TJ Brody getting the assists on the overtime winner. Mark Giordano set up the first one. Let's hear from the Leafs blue liner. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool to be uh, obviously part of that tonight, uh, and for him to, for Maddie to to get the uh, winner like that, uh, I just felt felt right. So it was it was a cool game to be a part of. How did you see that play unfold uh, from Austin's fifty-six? Well, we had a lot of looks. I thought on the power play, and we, uh, you know, we sort of had them hemmed in there. So anytime uh, you get like a rebound or a second look. You know the goalies. The goalies sort of moving around. You're hoping to get one of those lanes open for those seams so that uh, you get them moving. And I mean, it was, a, it was a, obviously a great shot. So um, just laid it there for him, and he just pounded it. He had uh, 12 shots tonight. Was there any sense that you guys were looking for him a little bit <laughs> normal? Or? To be honest, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I just think he was that dominant tonight. He was just all over it. You could see right from. Uh, Right from the start of the game, really, that line was in their zone for a lot of a lot of the night. They were making plays, holding pucks. So uh, he was just he was just that good tonight. You're a Toronto kid. You kind of grew up with the team, and during, maybe during the Sundin era and all that. What's it mean for you to have a little piece of, uh, of this? Uh, oh, it's awesome. I told him I get to, get to be on the plaque now, and he'll never forget me. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just remember growing up, and it was a huge deal, and. Dave Anderchuk hit 50 as a Leaf. A uh, little bit different style of player. He was a net front guy, but uh, it's it's it's. I remember that growing up, and I'm sure there's a ton of kids who are gonna obviously remember Maddie breaking the record tonight. He called it a stepping stone. He says it's not done. Like, what, what stands out about the way he carries himself? He just set a record for a franchise that's lasted uh, more than a century. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's been pretty impressive uh, uh, since I've been here to watch to watch him. To be honest, and. You know, a lot of guys when they got get 50, they they take a breath maybe for a game or two. But he's actually turned it on even more, so it's been impressive. Um, and like I said, obviously uh, for him, uh, he's a leader on our team. But he knows that uh, there's there is a lot of work to be done, and this is this is just uh, gearing up. We we love the Toronto guys coming home. You know, of course, John Tavares. That was that was kind of the you know the start of it all. Jason Spezza. That was awesome to hear from Mark Giordano. You know, him remembering Andrew Chuck getting to that mark. The fact that he sets up Matthews for for fifty five tonight. You know, it's 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 really nice to have guys who can just kind of appreciate it. And look, anybody who even if you're not from here, Austin Matthews can get the history lesson and understand what he's done. 
but I don't know that he really feels it the way a guy like like Giordano or Spets or anybody can. It's just uh, it's awesome for him to be able to kind of put that in context for us. Yeah, and, and getting older, not old. You, you know, you, that's exactly a context and perspective compared to being in your early twenties. And you know, I just you know as we as we're going to grind things about the playoffs more and more, and I will grind this, and I'm going to back off. Maybe I won't. Columbus and Montreal series. Hard to believe that Austin Matthews had trouble getting appropriate ice time under Mike Babcock. Amazing. You think about that. You really do. The absurdity <laughs> of that. The absurdity of that. Like the chance to grow and flourish in the playoffs, but no, you had to do it the Babcock way, and you got this natural talent that just kills it, right? And um, so is he going to get a 17 minutes? No, he'll get 27 minutes if whatever, you know, just uh, what it just the absurdity of overcoaching and that, that, that he was, he was not, you were not allowed to put your strength because it's not ready yet. He was ready. Oh, four break rookie of the year and that, and this is what he can do now. And come on. He scored four goals in his first game, Gord. I think he oh, was ready from, from the jump. I don't need to tell you. I, I know you agree. Uh, what, one other thing I did want to flag uh, bef- before we get out of here. And again, we'll be back with a post-game pod after the Leafs host the Canadians on Saturday night. Matthew Nyes. We've all been hearing about him. Minnesota, he has just been eliminated, unfortunately, from the Frozen Four. But that does open the uh, a world where he signs with the Leafs. We've all been talking about it. I- I'm not predicting we'll, we'll see him Saturday or anything like that. But I am predicting you will hear a ton of conversation about him for the next week or and whenever he yeah, signs. Yeah, and we'll find out tomorrow. They, I mean, they already would have agreed, but they got to keep it quiet. So we'll know. And then I, and then they'll put him in an NHL game pretty quick. They may go to the Marlies after that, but that, that's what they'll do. Yeah, just what they've done with Nick Abruzzese as well. Brent Gunning, Gord Stelic. Uh, just checking, neither of us, we were not Harvard guys, right? No. Uh, could have gone to Harvard Collegiate, okay, but not Harvard. There you That's go. right. So could I. Danielle Furtado behind the glass. Sam McKee, our producer tonight. Joe Bowen and Jim Ralph. Great job on the call. But most importantly, great job for you to listening. It's been Leafs Nation Post Game on Sportsnet 590 The Fan.